Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Here, I'm Sandy Kozell. In sports, it was a busy day in both the NFL and the NBA. 22 degrees in downtown Washington. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. At least 38 people have died in winter storms that blanketed many of the United States the past few days. At least 10 have died in Buffalo, New York. A vicious blizzard in the upstate city dumped more than 40 inches of snow, knocked out emergency services, and stranded people in cars, places of work, and even their homes. We still have people who need to be rescued. We have people uh, with their power off in our communities and uh, buildings where pipes are bursting and flooding is occurring uh, as is happening in my own home right now. Cristian Benavides, CBS News. Hard freeze warnings remain in effect for most of Alabama and parts of Georgia and Florida, and winter weather warnings are up from North Dakota to Illinois. A lot of folks didn't make it to their Christmas destination. Bill Scannell got stuck at SeaTac. It's been adventure. It really has. And I finally got into to, to Seattle and tried to make a connection here. Failed. Police in Pierce County, Washington, are investigating a Christmas morning attack on three power substations. Cairo TV reporter Briseida Holgan says the attacks knocked out power to about 14,000 customers. The Pierce County Sheriff's Department says they received a call of a burglary at the Tacoma Public Utilities substation on 46th Avenue in Graham. The fence area had been broken into. It, it, the, in this one, the suspects cut one of the locks on the fence area. Uh, made their way inside and caused damage to the substation. Shortly after they were notified, the substation off 224th was also vandalized. Deputies called Puget Sound Energy, who also provides power in the area, and confirmed their substation off 144th Street was also hit. Similar attacks have been reported in Oregon and North Carolina since November. Police in Atlanta say they've detained a man who, uh, after a fire at an apartment complex on Christmas Eve, many residents lost everything, among them Valicia Smith's daughter. My baby is 13 years old, and she just ordered some things for Christmas, and she just literally broke down crying because she lost everything for Christmas. At least 10 people were forced from their homes. A Russian official says an incident is being investigated at a military airfield hundreds of miles away from the Ukrainian border. More from the BBC. Neil Russia's defense ministry says three service personnel have been killed in a drone attack at the Engels Air Force Base in the southern region of Saratov. It said a Ukrainian drone had been shot down. South Korea's military says North Korea fired several unmanned drones into the south today, the first time that's happened since 2017. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. It's 4.03, Monday, December 26th, 2022, the high today, 31. Good morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
Making care packages for members of our armed forces and veterans is how some in our area spent Christmas Day. Volunteers here at American Legion Post 176 in Springfield, Virginia, wanted to say thank you to members of our armed forces deployed on Christmas and to veterans. And they did that by putting together care packages for them. Just sending them care packages to let them know that, you know, someone's thinking about them back at home. Bill Burrell and his young son Adrian are here together to assemble the care packages. We've been putting, having a box, and then we started putting the stuff inside it. And then they're going to give the 60 boxes to the 60 soldiers. But Bill also wanted his son to learn that Christmas is not just about receiving things, but it's about actually giving. In Springfield, Virginia. Setson Miller, WTOP News. You can read more and see photos of the care packages at WTOP.com. A D.C. area sports legend has passed away. D.C. United's founding president and general manager Kevin Payne died Sunday at the age of 69 of a respiratory disease. As president of Soccer USA Partners, Payne helped with the creation of Major League Soccer and helped put together the investment group that would put together the D.C. franchise as one of the league's original 10 clubs. He's considered a main architect of D.C.'s D.C. United's championship success in the late 1990s. WTOP's senior sports director, Dave Johnson, offered his thoughts on Payne's legacy. If he put belief in people around him, that gave them incredible strength. He gave me so much strength, a wonderful family, but just a wonderful leader. And he deserves to be a Hall of Famer because he was, from a soccer standpoint and as a person. Payne was inducted into the National Soccer Hall of Fame in October 2021. Greenbelt police say a 15-year-old boy was shot and wounded on Christmas Day with non-life-threatening injuries. The shooting took place at around 1.15 p.m. in the 9,000 block of Breezewood Terrace, and the victim showed up at area at an area hospital about a half hour later with a gunshot wound. If anyone has information about the shooting, you're asked to call the Greenbelt Police Department. We've been talking about the dangers that come with the cold weather. A local church experienced just that. On Christmas Day, our Savior Lutheran Church in Laurel flooded. Senior Pastor Peter DeMick. Certainly we didn't anticipate having the damage that we did. We had a a pipe burst in, in the ceiling and water was coming down and we were notified by the fire department. By the time we arrived, the water was was coming down rather profusely and uh, we were able to get it shut off but then we had an incredible amount of water on the floor to deal with and and so I put the word out to our congregation and people showed up. Church leaders expect repairs to happen early this week but the church doubles as a daycare. Some are worried about the child care as people return to work after the holidays. The site of a now-closed Friendship Heights shopping destination may finally be on the road to a new life. Mazza Gallery along Wisconsin Avenue at the D.C. Maryland line used to be thought of as a local Rodeo Drive. But its stores have been closing over the last few years. So has the AMC Multiplex. And now the very last retail business in the mall, a TJ Maxx store, has closed. Developer Tishman Spire acquired the Friendship Heights building earlier this year. And its plan for redeveloping the site is apartments with 
with some retail, appears to be progressing. Blue and white construction barriers have been set up along the Wisconsin Avenue side of the building. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, one of D.C.'s newest police officers is part of a long legacy in law enforcement. It's 4.07. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Heads up in Maryland, new crash being reported on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway on the ramp that would carry you north on Branch Avenue. Exit 7 with caution as the first responders go looking for the reported crash. No indications of any slowing. Cameras are uneventful, right? Our cameras are unhelpful right now. If you see it before we do, let us know what you're seeing. 866-304-WTOP or send us a message through the WTOP app. On the rest of the Maryland Beltway between Oxon Hill and Bethesda, we are running without issue or delay in on 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, one beltway to the other, also running effortlessly. In Prince George's County, on 198, both directions at Van Dusen Road, in fact, all directions at Van Dusen Road, the traffic lights are out again, and they're treating that as an all-way stop, and you should too. On 197, between Old Laurel Bowie Road and Powder Mill Road, Word has it that that stretch of roadway is still closed. It's been closed since Friday with a lot of storm damage, a lot of downed trees and downed wires. Got to get all cleaned up before they can open up those lanes once again. In Virginia, 95 is okay. No reported delays coming out of Fredericksburg this morning. Express lanes are pointing north despite what a popular map app says. On 395, no reported delays. The ramp to eastbound 236, that's the one marked toward Duke Street, exit 3A. That is reopened following the earlier crash. And in the district, on the freeway, no reported delays. DC 295 and I-295 uneventful. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures rise into the low to mid-30s as we head through your Monday. bit more cloud coverage around for your Monday. Tuesday, mostly sunny. High temperatures on Tuesday in the low 40s, upper 30s. So we're warming as the week wears on. Temperatures for your Wednesday will be in the mid to upper 40s. And winds are growing calmer, so that will take the sting out of the cold air at the top of the week. Mostly sunny conditions for your Wednesday. Thursday, mostly sunny with highs around 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 22 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 410. The Metropolitan Police Department's newest police officer, Daryl Cooper, comes from a long line of law enforcement members. His mother, Lieutenant Chiquita Gaines, has over 20 years on the force at MPD. Cooper's stepfather also has more than 20 years with D.C. police, and that's not all. I have a twin brother who's down the harbor branch. He's an SOD. My dad was a police officer for 33 years. 
With so many role models in law enforcement, Cooper's mother says it's no wonder he took the path he did. Police Chief Robert Conti says having families in the force isn't uncommon. In fact, his sister is a D.C. police officer as well. Custody battles can put a damper on the holiday season. One local organization believes that children have a right to both parents, especially during the holidays. When they're keeping their children away or saying negative comments, they're not protecting their children. They're causing harm to the children. Lisa Britt, CEO and executive director of the Children's Rights Council that serves several counties in Maryland, says the first lessons parents should learn is... When you make a decision to have children, you have to be responsible parents. And it takes two people to be parents. They help families with monitored exchanges, supervised visitations, and parenting classes. Britt says they try to express to children and parents. No matter what, they're going to always be a family. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. More money is directed toward teachers in the new spending plan for Montgomery County Public Schools. Next year, we'll be boosting salaries. Nearly $120 million is dedicated to funding competitive salaries in the new budget unveiled by Montgomery County Superintendent Monifa McKnight. That's what we must do to bring and keep the best talent in America right here. The spending plan in total is more than $3 billion. It's now going to be considered by the county's Board of Education. McKnight says the budget includes $1.5 million for a new app that will let parents track their kids' school bus in real time so that they know where it is and when it's coming. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Carydale Elementary School in Woodbridge is being recognized nationally for helping close the achievement gap. Teachers and administrators credit their hands-on approach largely based on what's called visible learning. To teach fourth graders about taxes in the context of the Civil War, students at the Prince William County School were recently given M&Ms. They had to be taxed to get a chair or taxed to use an extra pencil or taxed to ask a question. Jenna Wilson teaches fourth grade language arts. I remember overhearing a conversation where like, this is crazy. Taxes are just, they just take everything from you. The Title I school's approach helped them earn a national award. Principal Elise Safiro says using real world concepts gives students a better understanding. And the pride that they feel in their learning is just the overall way of what we are doing here. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Carydale is the only school to use visible learning in Prince William County. The holidays can be full of stress and anxiety. What have you done for you lately? Doing something that relaxes you or brings joy. Self-care can help you manage stress, boost your mood, and lower your risk of illness. Even small acts of self-care in your daily life can have a big impact. Dr. Barbara Bazron with D.C.'s Department of Behavioral Health. Remind yourself daily of things you are grateful for. Be specific. Think about it at the end of the day. And stay connected. Reach out to your friends, your family members who can provide emotional support and practical help. Christy King, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, a local quarterback makes his first career NFL start on Christmas Day. Ben Raby has the details. It's 414. 
There are more ways than ever to listen to WTOP on air, online, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. WTOP, Washington's top news. Constantly updated, 24-7-365. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Ben Raby. All right, Stephanie, it took overtime on Sunday night football, but a big win for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Maybe the Cardinals 19-16 in overtime. The Bucks win spoiling the first career start for Cardinals QB Trace McSorley. The Ashburn native, 24 of 45, passing 217 yards with an interception. McSorley got the start with both Kyler Murray and Colt McCoy out with injuries. Elsewhere was the Rams all over the Broncos, 51-14. Packers beat the Dolphins, 26-20. Miami's Tua Tungavailoa in a giving mood on Christmas. Tossed three interceptions in the fourth quarter alone. Green Bay now just a half game behind the Commanders for the final NFC wildcard spot. Meanwhile, holiday wish list for the Wizards. How about a second-half surge? The Wizards hitting Christmas Eight games below 500. They've dealt with injuries for much of the year, and Kyle Kuzma suggesting a healthy lineup could go a long way. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, it's up to us to write our season and uh, figure it out because, you know, we've let 30 games slip by, and, you know, we've been really, really mediocre. Uh, well, less than mediocre, honestly. So we, we got a chance to rewrite our season and be healthy, and hopefully we can stay healthy. Wizards back home Tuesday. Tough challenge as they face the 76ers. Sixers have won eight straight after they beat the Knicks on Christmas Day. Elsewhere, the Celtics beat the Bucks 139-118. Warriors and Mavericks also winners on Christmas. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. It's 416. The West Point Military Academy will soon remove a portrait from its library that honors Confederate General Robert E. Lee. CBS's Linda Kenyon has the story. The portrait of Lee, dressed in his Confederate uniform, has been hanging in the West Point Library since the 1950s. That's because before he led the Confederate Army, Lee served as the superintendent of West Point. But a Defense Department directive has ordered the Academy to address racial injustice and do away with installations that commemorate or memorialize the Confederacy. In addition to the Lee portrait, a stone bust of the Civil War's top Southern general at Reconciliation Plaza will be removed, as well as Lee's quote about honor at the Academy's Honor Plaza. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. The brutal winter storm that raked across the country over the holiday weekend has killed dozens of people. Airlines across the country have been dealing with thousands of delays and cancellations due to the frigid weather. And authorities are reminding you not to take chances walking over ice, iced ponds or waterways. This after a 19-year-old died after falling through the ice at a pond in Haymarket, Virginia. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, looking for the crash on the interloop of the Capitol Beltway. It's supposed to be on the ramp to tear you north on Branch Avenue. Exit 7, I think it's exit 7B. And with caution for what may be on the roadway, it's said to be near the ramp where it comes together with Auth, Auth Road. 
on the rest of the Beltway in Maryland. We're actually in pretty good shape. No reported delays. Getting word of some new issues in Virginia on 95 northbound with caution on the ramp to 123 northbound through Woodbridge. Report of a disabled vehicle on the ramp with help on scene. Follow their direction. I believe it's going to be hugging the right side. Sustained to the left on that ramp with caution. On the rest of the 95 right out of Fredericksburg, no reported delays across the Rappahannock or the Occoquan all the way to the Springfield Interchange. 395 earlier issues resolved at Duke Street. Now all lanes and ramps are available and ready for you if you have to go to work this Monday morning, the day after Christmas. On 66 between Haymarket and the Roslyn Tunnel, nothing pending currently in Maryland. No reported delays on 95 or on the BW Parkway 50 across the Bay Bridge. All lanes available and passable. District travel nice and quiet on the freeway and on the 295s. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Temperatures are climbing into the low to mid-30s this afternoon. More clouds around for our Monday. Winds do grow calmer, so it won't be as cold, but still cold nonetheless. Tuesday, mostly sunny with highs in the low 40s, upper 30s, so we're warming through the week. Wednesday, mid to upper 40s, mostly sunny skies. Thursday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the upper 40s to the low 50s. We are tracking a rain chance as we enter the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 22 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up, a man dies after falling into an iced over pond. That story's on the way for 20. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. It's 421. A 19-year-old has died after falling into an iced-over pond at a local golf course in Haymarket. It happened on Christmas Eve on Aaron Blair Loop around 10 p.m. People tried saving the man who fell in, but he was taken to the hospital where he died. Prince William County Fire and Rescue officials say people should stay off all local ice, even if it looks solid. Also, if someone does fall through the ice, officials say to call 911 immediately. Do not go into the ice to rescue them, and if possible, safely reach out to the victim by giving them something to help them stay afloat. Acacia James, WTOP News. A federal appeals court. 
court has thrown out an agreement between the state of Maryland and Constellation Energy that environmentalists say would have allowed too much pollution to flow down the Susquehanna River and into the Chesapeake Bay. The decision from a federal appeals court in D.C. says Maryland violated the Clean Water Act when it reached a deal to allow Constellation Energy to be exempt from certain water quality standards at the Conowingo Dam on the Susquehanna River. We did not think that the settlement agreement that the state of Maryland entered into was protective of water quality. Allison Prost is the vice president of environmental protection and restoration with the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, which was part of the lawsuit. The state of Maryland and their settlement agreement uh, waived their right to require uh, pollution limits in the future from the dam. Calls to Constellation went unanswered, and the Maryland Attorney General's office would not comment. John Dome in WTOP News. Santa Cruz, California police near San Francisco last week took a 19-year-old man into custody after they said he was running a fake parking ticket scam. The man allegedly put fake parking tickets on cars near a parking lot near the beach, hoping to collect the money from the fines. He included a QR code so people could pay the tickets at a website he created. Investigators don't know how many fake tickets he put on the cars or how many people paid the phony fines. He's been charged with the unlawful use of a computer system and attempted fraud. He's denying receiving any money. Police in Pierce County, Washington, are investigating a Christmas morning attack on three power substations that caused outages to 14,000 customers in the area. KIRO-TV reporter Briseida Holgan has more. The Pierce County Sheriff's Department says they will be monitoring all substations. Right now, they don't have any suspect leads, and they are asking folks who live near those substations to check their surveillance cameras to see if there's any suspicious activity between the hours of 2 to 6 a.m. If you have any information, you are urged to call the Sheriff's Department. The attacks come as federal officials are warning that the power grid needs better security to prevent domestic terrorism. And after a large outage in North Carolina earlier this month, that took days to repair. Money news at 25 and 55. Avoiding disappointingly low home appraisals. I'm Mark Hamrick with the Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Home appraisals are a necessary part of the home purchase process to give an accurate estimate of the value of a home or property, typically done at the request of a lender. They can come in on the low side when values and comparable sales are declining in the neighborhood. Another reason for derailment, when a buyer offers to pay too much. The real problem arises when a lender won't agree to provide the full amount of financing needed or desired by a buyer to close the purchase. Appraisal pros look at comparable sales and look at sales with higher prices, those with lower values, and those that look similar to try to come up with a number that's accurate for the property in question. Low appraisals are rare but do happen. One estimate suggests they happen less than 10% of the time. How to avoid a low appraisal? One way is to have the seller's real estate agent meet the appraiser when visiting the property to highlight upgrades and any other improvements that have been completed. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up after traffic and weather, people in Buffalo, New York, are digging out of a historic snowstorm that led to 10 deaths in the city. Hundreds of flights are already canceled again today because of weather across the country, and police in Washington state are looking for vandals targeting power substations. 
It's 426. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Inova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit Inova.com.